This information is subject to a disclaimer at the end of this podcast. Please ensure that you listen to the disclaimer and go to www.ubs.com for further information about UBS. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to UBS Global Research PodHub, a channel that shares insights from our economists, strategists, and equity analysts on the pivotal questions and events shaping today's markets. My name is Michelle D'Souza in thematics research, and in this episode, we're going to be taking a look at space tourism. I'm joined by my colleague, Jared Castle, head of European Leisure and Transport Research, and by Miles Walton, head of Aerospace Defense and Airlines. Hey, Jared, you recently published a Q-series on the future of space tourism lifting off or has COVID-19 stunted adoption. Um, as you look, you've, this is the sequel to your previous previous Q-series on space tourism. If we compare it with the airlines, how do you actually see the timeline of space development? Yeah, there's, there's certainly been uh, a lot of progress since 2019, um, you know, just in the month of July 2021, we've seen two of the uh, largest space tourism um, undertake uh, trips into space. Uh, these certainly weren't long trips, but um, you know, certainly from the perspective of uh, proof of concept and um, proof of technology, um, very successful. Um, we have, however, also seen some failures, uh, specifically some of the companies that we looked at around um, space habitats. Um, and I guess when we're looking kind of forward, you know, some of the um, goals have been pushed um, back, some have been pulled forward actually. So um, perversely, you know, landing on the moon seems to have been pulled forward. Um, in terms of um, stuff which has been pushed out a little bit, um, suborbital flight, um, and indeed, you know, um, civilians going to um, sub suborbit in terms of space stations. So, so it is a bit of a mix, but but definitely the direction is forward and encouraging. So, Miles, how do you see the size of the space industry by 2030 and the various components? Let's start with where we are today. We'd size the space industry in 2020 at about $450 billion. Now that level is about one-third product, two-thirds services. We see that level roughly doubling through 2030, which would be about a 7% CAGR, and that's in spite of satellite TV, which today is about 20% of the market, and we actually see that modestly declining through the period. Now the biggest piece of the growth, and actually the source of the upside to what we're thinking, would be data services and broadband offerings and all the ancillary services that could come from new mega constellations currently being proposed. And Jared, you reduced the size of the long haul via space opportunity. Why is that? Yeah, I mean, there's basically five reasons that we were looking at. Um, firstly, obviously, we were in a COVID-19 world. And post-COVID-19, we think when it comes to business travel, um, structurally, this will be impaired. Now, the people most likely to book a business class seat and indeed uh, potentially a long-haul flight via space is the business traveler being that traveler which is least um, cost-conscious, um, but the most conscious when it comes to time. Um, and we do think that the market for the business traveler would have reduced given uh, replacement technology or indeed greater acceptance of existing technology such as video conferencing. Um, secondly, you know, some of the surveys that have been undertaken by UBS Evidence Lab suggest that take up might be lower than we previously thought from the 2018 survey. Um, and then linked also to um, 
business travel, we have seen a uptick in the usage of business jets versus commercial aviation. I think the reason for that is, you know, certainly your ability to self-isolate, but also a time saving in terms of getting through um, long queues at airports. Um, and there is also the potential for supersonic or indeed hypersonic travel, uh, which while not being as timeous as long haul via space, um, certainly has advantages in terms of, um, at the moment, you know, outlook on safety, etc. Um, and then um, lastly, um, there is the theme uh, around the environment. 17% of people that UBS Evidence Lab surveyed said that the environment is an important concern. Um, and I think, you know, that pressure is likely to grow with uh, people potentially looking at, um, you know, more closely at the burning of uh, fossil fuels and related. So what we've actually done is uh, reduce the penetration rate that we think this would appeal to um, in terms of the market and hence revised down our forecast from $20 billion to $15 billion. Miles, in this new report, you've increased the size of the space tourism market. Why is that? The primary reason for the growth in space tourism market right now is really supply. It's supply of technically viable solutions that are coming online and 2021 in the suborbital market and building over the next couple of years with orbital and destination driven space tourism as well. And to some extent, that supply is commercial solely driven, but there's also a significant amount of support for the orbital space mar tourism market that NASA is actually funding, in particular through a pivot towards a more service procurement versus hardware procurement strategy over the last decade. And by contracting for the service with individual contractors, those contractors then can take the excess supply and put into the commercial domain. And lastly, the reason for the growth uh, in the space tourism market is from a regulatory perspective. It's important to note that the FAA has actually got a dual mandate with respect to space. Its mandate is to both regulate and promote. Now that's different than the commercial aircraft transport market where the FAA's sole purpose is to regulate. What are some of the other leisure and aviation companies actually saying about the space tourism opportunity? Yeah, you know, kind of um, the hotels, um, the airlines, and indeed the tour operators. Um, this is not an opportunity that anyone is currently highlighting. I think we're still in a world where, you know, these companies are trying to recover from a very challenging 2020 and indeed you know, certainly, well, not as challenging, still a challenge 2021 related to COVID-19. So I think very much, you know, it's about fixing the terrestrial ambitions before even considering um, going into space or indeed the possibility of, of, of that opportunity. Thanks for visiting the UBS Research Pod Hub. This was an overview of leisure and travel industry with myself, Michelle D'Souza, thematics equity analyst, my colleague Jared Castle, Head of European Leisure and Transport, and Miles Walton, Head of Aerospace, Defense and Airlines. Tune in again for more investment insights. This content has been prepared by UBS AG, its subsidiaries and or affiliates, and is purely informational in nature. 
It is not investment research and does not contain an investment recommendation nor investment or professional advice. It is not an offer or solicitation to engage in any investment activity, and you should seek your own financial, tax, and legal advice before engaging in any such activity. UBS has no responsibility to you in relation to this content. It has no regard to your personal circumstances or investment objectives, and receiving it does not imply any form of client relationship with UBS for any legal, regulatory, or tax purpose. This content is not intended for distribution into any jurisdiction where to do so would be contrary to law or regulation. UBS does not accept any liability over the content of such material or reliance upon any information contained herein. The views and opinions expressed by any guest speaker or third party are not those of UBS. Accordingly, UBS does not accept any liability over any such views and opinions expressed by such persons. This content is the valuable intellectual property of UBS, and UBS specifically prohibits the redistribution of it in whole or in part without its prior written permission. Copyright UBS 2021. The key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS, all rights reserved.